it being Super Bowl week and all, is Kyle Shanahan good enough? Is he a good enough head coach to win the big game that has eluded him so far in his career? All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is what we do and we love being here with you all the way through the off season as well. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by Nissan. The only thing more exciting than the big game is the all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria. There's only a few days left until the Super Bowl. Are you ready? The Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Croc, there's been a lot of talk, and since it is Super Bowl week, and since the 49ers came up a little bit short this year, the 49ers last year came up a little bit short. The 49ers three years ago got to the Super Bowl, came up 10 minutes short. Kyle Shanahan's Atlanta Falcons. Everyone wants to put that all on Kyle Shanahan, who was the offensive coordinator at the time in 2016, after the 2016 season, was leading 28-3 to in the Super Bowl, and his team lost it. And some key calls that the people point to with Kyle Shanahan, the injuries at running back. There's so much that, that detractors of Kyle Shanahan will point to and say he's not the guy. There's... um so many people that point to Kyle Shanahan and, and call him a genius. And clearly he's able to coordinate multiple offenses in the NFL with all different kinds of, of players and talent levels at different positions, especially quarterbacks, some of it because of his own doing and, and, and produced great success. Right. So I want to try to get through this on this podcast and wade through some of the nonsense and some of the truths and, and figure out where we're at with Kyle Shanahan now after six years as Head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, by the way, also year six for me here doing this. I, I started doing this podcast the same week Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were hired. And uh, it's been phenomenal to, to see this run and see this grow. And in a lot of ways, I feel like the Kyle Shanahan of podcasting when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. Because some people hate me, want me out, and uh, some people... Um, think that there's maybe I, I don't know if genius has ever been attached to my name, but uh, there's there's some folks that have been along for the ride and are excited and believe that I can win the big game, uh, Croc. But but can Kyle Shanahan win the big game? Can we put this all on Kyle Shanahan? Where are we at here? Because there's so much going on, and, and in the week following a big loss like the NFC Championship game, fans go to a lot of places. Some fans dark places. Some fans can't listen to the podcast. Welcome back if you're one of those that took a little while to come back to Locked On 49ers here. Uh, but but I think we got to talk seriously about Kyle Shanahan and, and see if we can figure out where exactly we are with him and, and our confidence level going into year seven for him. I, I, I think I got to stop giving him a pass because I do feel like, man, he's an exceptional coach. Clearly, all his players are bodying. I think people kind of see him, and they he's starting to come off like as this smug guy, kind of almost like Aaron Rodgers, right? When you hear Aaron Rodgers talk, nothing's Aaron Rodgers' fault. And I think Kyle Shanahan, right. with his responses, I think a lot of fans are getting those type of vibes. That, that At least that's the sense I'm getting while reading through a lot of my comments and things like that. I think that's upsetting a lot of people. My biggest thing is you definitely have an extremely talented team. You handpicked this team. You're getting them 
the, the opportunity, right? They have the opportunity and you can make excuses or you could say why he hasn't gotten the results that he wants or, or, or that the fans want, but he's not getting it done. So at some point, it does have to circle back to him. What is he doing that is either different or not good enough? I know the one thing that I talked about which is just not being aggressive in the right moments. And obviously with the quarterback situation this last year, you can't put that part on him. But just the way that it plays out, is it something with his play calling? Why are guys getting hurt so much? Why are quarterbacks getting hurt so much? He says, hey, you know, common sense would tell you if you look at the individual situations, it's all different. But ultimately, the results are the results. They're all hurt. So I think some of it has to come back to him. Why haven't you won a big game? These are your hand-picked players. Can he win a big one? Is he just Andy Reid where he just needed his Patrick Mahomes? Then all of a sudden, every year, he's going to be the favorites to win it all. Um, a lot of what-ifs, but right now, he's not getting it done. Three, I want to go back to your what you said about this on Twitter, if I can find the tweet. The 49ers have been to three NFC championships in four years. This shouldn't be a conversation or a talking point in response to right. people saying that Kyle Shanahan is not the guy. So while the scoreboard is the scoreboard and Kyle Shanahan hasn't been able to get over the hump, I don't know what some 49ers fans expect to get after Kyle Shanahan. Like, how do you improve from Kyle Shanahan? You're going to get somebody who you expected to win three Super Bowls in the last four years, and that's the only level of success? Because the 49ers have had a ton of success in the last four years after they took over a pretty darn bare roster. I think one Super Bowl would do it for a lot of fans. Mm -hmm. And we asked this question a while ago, right? Would you consistently like to be good or at least know that you'll have the opportunity to win the Super Bowl? No, I definitely feel like that with Kyle. Right? Like, I feel like with Kyle as the head coach, with Kyle, you know, uh, uh, calling the plays and, and rallying the troops and as, as upfront as he is with guys, right? We, we talk about that kind of smug uh, attitude, but listening to Jimmy Ward and Jimmy Ward say, uh, Shanahan asked him, like, hey, bro, do you want to ride the bench? Right? So he's not just upfront with <laughs> reporters like he, or fans. Like, he's like that with his players and everybody understands him. Uh those are the things that I do like, but why isn't he getting that ultimate results? I think it's it's not a talk, talking point in the sense of hot seat. Should he be on it? And it's like, I don't think he should be on it. But I think you can start questioning some of the things that he's doing as to why he's not maybe getting the ultimate results, which is hard. One, one team wins it every year. One team out of 32 teams. Yeah. But he's right there typically in that final four. What does yeah. he have to do to get over that hump? There's 14 teams that make the playoffs, 13 teams. The fan bases are angry and pissed off and go home mad at the end. And, and the team is mad. And, and it's it's unfortunate because only one team goes home happy. And that's the one that wins the Super Bowl. And the 49ers haven't gotten there. And it's been a long time since the 49ers have gotten there. So I understand the frustration from fans. But one thing I'll point to with Kyle Shanahan, and it goes back to that press conference that you're talking about. And people don't like some of his answers and his smug answers. And, and I think he could definitely be more diplomatic about things, talking about Jimmy G and, you know, maybe having a little something nicer to say about Jimmy G out the door instead of no i don't foresee him coming back you know um and uh but you could tell before that press conference even started the look on his face i think a 49ers fan should stop and look at kyle shanahan and be like kyle shanahan's just as frustrated as you are and that's why i think he's got the short responses and that's why you're short with him and his responses he feels the same way you know kyle shanahan is grinding right now and 
so frustrated that he's not able to get over that hump too. And, and if you keep getting there, he's going to eventually get there. It, it feels so much like earlier career Andy Reid to me with Kyle Shanahan. And Andy Reid got there. Um, and maybe for Andy Reid, all it took was getting that right quarterback. And the 49ers have tried so hard and almost accidentally got one and then almost on purpose got one but didn't. And then it's it's just been such a wild situation with that, you know? And, and so maybe that's all it's going to take is once that right quarterback is in there and then everything falls into a place. Because, I mean, could you imagine? And it doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, but could you imagine a Patrick Mahomes-level quarterback with what the 49ers have on this roster? So, so that opens I mean, up a whole other question, <laughs> you know. Who's in charge of getting a quarterback in, well, right? Not, not who's in charge of it because, I mean, obviously he had an opportunity to get Patrick right. Mahomes. And I did like how when he revisited that, he's like, dude, the, 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 there was no conversation about Mahomes being this guy. Right? Like that was not in any of the conversation. Now, obviously, uh, Andy Reid and even Sean Payton thought differently. But he's like, it, it wasn't talks about him being this, this guy. So, you know, yeah, most, and most just like in this draft, like if the, in this draft, let's say Anthony Richardson goes 12. Then all of a sudden, Anthony Richardson's amazing. Well, right now, nobody's talking about Anthony Richardson being a top five quarterback right. or I mean, a top five player in this class. A so I think that's what he was NFL. saying, right? If, if, if Anthony Richardson was drafted fourth overall, I mean, wouldn't people would just be like, what the heck? Yeah, whoa, what? Yeah. And that's what he's basically saying was the thing with Mahomes. Like, that wasn't the, the thought then. And when you go back to it, now, Eric Crocker said he was the most talented quarterback in that class. But <laughs> well, most was, people but people are saying that about Anthony Richardson right now, too. But the talent level and then not knowing what he is or what to do with him is also so I kind of like that comparison because I remember going back to 2017 and thinking about what these quarterbacks were and Coming from Texas Tech, the spread offense, you hadn't had a successful quarterback yet in the NFL that came from that sort of a spread offense in college. So people were apprehensive there. Uh, it was still a very more, it was a much more traditional looking quarterback league, even with athletic quarterbacks or guys that were playmakers. He was doing stuff that was like, it was like, hey, is this, I don't know if this flies in the NFL because you'd never really seen it. A lot of people just didn't know what to do with Patrick Mahomes, but everyone's like, his arm is stupid. Like, that's a crazy oh. arm. But I don't know what to do with this guy. That was kind of the thing. And, and so, but no, it was special that. though. I mean, like, if you go back and watch that, it was, I remember my thoughts were, oh, I think he needs to sit a year just to right. play a little bit more under control. Yes. And he did sit a year, but I don't think that changed at all how he played. He still actually plays exactly the same as he did at Texas Tech. And it, and it probably helped. Like, if Mahomes got drafted by the Browns, would he have become as good as he is? You right. know what I mean? So it probably helped that he had Alex Smith right in front of him. Like, the most, the most like, uh, I don't want to say robotic, but like, you know, by the book, I'm going to check it down. Yeah, what's the read? Check it down if it's not there kind of a guy. Andy Reid, such a good coach, such a, a, a great quarterback, offensive mind. It's like, you know, it was the perfect position for him to go in to get the most out of it and wring all the talent out of that towel as well. So I think all of that was important. So I have a question. I want you to actually answer this on the other side. Okay. Because everything that we're saying right now, right, you're talking about Alex Smith. And kind of and what he was, and 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 Andy Reid getting all the time. Obviously, an exceptional coach. Right now, I'd say if there was a, a a ranking, he'd be the number one play caller in the league. But he needed Patrick Mahomes to really consistently like be that guy and really get over the hump. Right? They've been to what four four straight AFC championships, two Super Bowls. 
or three Super Bowls now, excuse me, crazy, right? But he needed Mahomes to do that. Is Brock Purdy good enough to do that with Kyle Shanahan? Who is Brock Purdy good enough to do that? Very different talent levels there. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that next. Is Kyle Shanahan going to win the big one for the San Francisco 49ers? Can he get there? What's the path? What does he have to do better? Or is he just not the guy at all? That is the questions we're trying to answer on today's Locked On 49ers, which is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy played easy, uh, made easy. All you have to do to play prize picks is you download the prize picks app you go check out the projections available at prize picks for example for the super bowl you can find those patrick mahomes um projections for passing yards if you think he's gonna go big on the eagles in the super bowl you can pick the more than uh maybe if you think it's gonna be a defensive battle you go the less than there and you pick two to six players with those projections and if you do Correctly choose the more than or the less than those prize picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. It's so fast and easy. You're, you're not picking a whole team. You're picking two players. You're picking up to six players to increase those odds of winning the most money at prize picks. Uh, and this is daily fantasy. You can play every single day. It's not just about Super Bowl Sunday. You can play NBA projections. Uh, MLB's getting going. Spring training's about to happen. NHL just about every single night. Golf, college hoops, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, cricket, you name it. Tons more projections at Prize Picks, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50 more to play with. Don't forget, Enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day. Subscribe to Peacock and Williamson NFL show. It's currently on the Locked On NFL channel, but I think we're going to be getting our own YouTube channel here pretty soon. Of course, you can find Locked On NFL, Peacock and Williamson, Locked On NFL Draft, all of the content of the Locked On Podcast Network on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts peacock yes sir i i think i worded that question wrong the whole time you're reading the ads i'm like okay i worded that wrong okay i think because i i think brock Purdy's good he's yes. shown at least right now like what we've seen so far that sample size he is a good nfl quarterback i think the question should be is brock purdy talented enough because that's the difference with mahomes and some of these other guys and then like uh alex smith Right, like is Alex Smith was he was a really good quarterback. He was efficient. Did what he's supposed to do. Heck, had his best year with with the Chiefs. His best years, but he just wasn't talented enough. Right, like ultimately, just with how he saw the field, some of the throws that he just maybe would or wouldn't attempt. And as we see with Mahomes, who, I mean, I don't know if he's just going to be there every year, but there's no throw that he's scared to attempt because of just the natural talent that he has. And there, so there's no throw that you can say, oh, you shouldn't be attempting that. And sometimes it does get him in trouble. Right? He throws interceptable balls, and it kind of surprises guys, and then they drop it or whatever the case is. But we know the talent is off the charts. So let me rephrase my question. Is Brock Purdy talented enough to win, Kyle, a Super Bowl and it be a consistent thing? Yes, but I also think 
thought Jimmy Garoppolo was talented enough to win a Super Bowl for the 49ers, but it makes the margin for error for Kyle that much slimmer. And I think that's what we're kind of talking about here when it comes to quarterbacks. And so your answer is no, actually. My answer is yes, but he's not going <laughs> to carry them there. No, that's, so then that, no, that's that's a no. Then you just said, can he? Not will he? Well, does we can? Does is he, he talented to... enough? Yeah, I think you're telling me no. Brock Purdy's talented enough to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers. They might have done it this year if he didn't have his arm torn off. Okay. So is that Kyle's fault or is that Brock's fault? Because Brock's. Kyle talked about him stepping up. People are keep, keep people keep talking about Brock stepping up. If you go watch that play, it's not even about Brock stepping up. It was it was he just held the ball too long. Brandon Ayuk makes his break, throw the dang football. The ball's out before Reddit gets there. It's probably a big game. That's uh, hard though, man. That's a deep. It's, shot. A it's a rookie quarterback, and that's sort of where people are talking about. It's like, okay, we'll protect your quarterback. Then this is a rookie quarterback. He's going to be perfect every time. And if he's not, eventually, if you've got an insane pass rusher coming off the edge one on one with the tight end, I get it's part of your scheme, and you're trying to get the best look you can with this play action. But if you're taking a deep drop and you're trying to hit the deep ball, what's the like? Is, is Darius Slay just going to stop because of play action and go after the running back? No, he's going to be like. Block for your quarterback because that the play's down here with Brandon Ayuk. If that's where the ball's supposed to go, so I don't know if the play action really even helps you that much in a play like that. And so, just Kyle's not perfect. And so there's I think ways that Kyle like there's like some and, and look we we've talked about this before and I think that's why people like Locked On Forty ers and listen to us because we're not black and white with everything. It's not like this guy's the worst thing ever. This guy's the super greatest and everything about the 49ers are the best and they have the fifty three best players in the NFL on their roster. You know what I mean? Like there's nuance. There, the, we uh, live the, the, the the spy guy that's in the comments all the time. Spy V's. <laughs> he thinks we hate Purdy and we don't like Purdy and we want Purdy out of there. That's what he thinks. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know how you would think that if you listen to this podcast. I love Purdy. Uh, Probably been because I'm asking you if Purdy's <laughs> talented enough. So That's I'm true. pretty sure we'll see him in the chat. Yeah. Um, but I'm just really, I mean, this, we, this is a conversation. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're having a conversation about like where the 49ers are and can Kyle win a big one. And then we compared it to the Andy Reid situation with Alex Smith. And we saw the situation with Jimmy Garoppolo where like, man, like I felt like Jimmy was good enough to win it. But ultimately, I think he was not talented enough to win it because everything had to be so perfect. So for Brock Purdy, and we talk about things having to be perfect, did it have to be really perfect for him to make that throw off that big play action? And again, I, I don't know. But that's going to be what we're, you know, in the sense of being a, again, I don't want to put Mahomes on people. Like, you have to be Mahomes. That's crazy. I mean, he's the best quarterback of his right. generation. Wait, but, and here's, did, did Mahomes make Andy Reid? Is Andy Reid overrated? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. if, if whatever coach just lucked into into uh, Patrick Mahomes, like, oh, sweet, I'm gonna go win some Super Bowls now, and I'm gonna be yeah. a Hall of Famer, and I couldn't <laughs> win it before. So that should be the the title of this. Uh, Andy Reid is overrated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's the chicken and the egg thing, right? Chicken or egg. But I think we kind of have a little bit more evidence that uh, maybe it is more Mahomes, and maybe just for any team, it's more quarterback. Right, like if you're coaching Peyton Manning, you're gonna go. You're gonna have more opportunities. If you're coaching Tom Brady, just because of who he is and the, the maniacal work ethic and all that, and just his relentlessness. Hell, he he opted to divorce away from his wife and family and kids and stuff to play football. Right, like that's how dedicated he is. So, uh, it, is it just a quarterback thing? And if you have this guy that is just so like 
I'm just all about football. I'm just so talented. I'm this and that. And I'm, are they making these coaches? I don't think it's that either. Again, I think it's more nuanced than that. I, th I think it's a lot of everything. I, I think you got to be good. I think a lot has to go right. I think if you do have a great system in place, a great coach quarterback combination, that's tough to beat. And you're going to be back there a lot. And even if you're the, the Buffalo bills got there four times in a row and lost, they were good enough to get there four times in a row. They had a pretty good thing going. They just ran into some juggernaut teams in the pre salary cap era that were just better than them. You know, um, but those you are Zach Taylor. they could have won any of one of those games potentially, you know? And so um, I, it's, it's a lot has to go right. We saw how there's some luck involved with some of these things. And I think Kyle Shanahan continue to get, can continue to get better as, as long as Kyle Shanahan. And I think this is probably the worry for a lot of 49ers fans, but this is like the nuance of it. Kyle Shanahan can be a great coach and not perfect and need to get a little bit better. And uh, I think there are things he can, he's got strengths and weaknesses like any player does, like any, any human being does uh, as long as he can recognize those. And he has a sounding board in the room and hopefully he does have loud enough voices to keep him in check a little bit, because I think there is a little uh, bit of a, uh, you know, and look, nobody, nobody gets to where they are in the NFL world without ego. There's egos abound in the NFL. So Kyle Shanahan, any, any walks in life, if you oh, meet right. any highly successful people, I mean, go find have... a CEO, CEO of a big company yeah. and, and and listen to what that guy has to say behind the scenes, right? Yeah, so, you'll, you'll know there's something different about him, and that's why he got yeah, to... You know, so if we call Kyle Shanahan a control freak, it's not necessarily we're, we're saying a bad thing about him. That's just how he operates, and I, I feel like that is how he operates. But as long as he's able to recognize and, and continue to get better as a head coach, and um, I think we've seen teams with quarterbacks that aren't the best in the league win Super Bowls, right? So, but just other things have to go right. You have to be a good team. You have to be well coached and you have to get some bounces along the way. So the 49ers could absolutely be that. But the question is, can you be the team that goes and wins one because you are so well coached and it's all Kyle Shanahan? I think even they can, and I think that can happen with Brock Purdy, but some things have to go right. And I think Kyle has to continue to get better. But there in no world would you look at the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan and think that, even if you think there are some flaws that he could fix about the way he goes about things, whether it's uh, with his eye for quarterback talent or whether it's the way he protects his players or the way he deals with the media or his clock management or, you know, whatever people like to really grill Kyle Shanahan on, even with those flaws, can he get better in those as he gets older? And as he continues to coach, can he get better in those? And are you still going to find a guy that's, a better at clock management that is as good as Kyle at everything else. And you're going to get a better coach. Cause you got rid of Kyle Shanahan. I, I don't think, I think it's insane to even think that you would be able to improve on Kyle Shanahan right now. So um, there, there's some nuance to this. And I think that Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach and I, it would be awesome to see him get even better at some of those things that I do think are legitimate concerns about, about his, you know, his, uh, his coaching ability and, and the way he goes about some things. But nobody's perfect. We've seen Bill Belichick be the worst GM in the league for the last five years and tear down what used to be a dynasty, even though he was so great at running the thing for 20 years, right? And, and so um, can the 49ers win a Super Bowl as constructed? Yes, I think it could happen with Brock Purdy. And if it turns out Trey Lance is better than Brock Purdy, then definitely they can win a Super Bowl. Uh, I think you need I think you need Lance to be. That's where the ceiling. The struggle or is he's or if far not, from that right now. Yeah. And yeah. and Purdy is Purdy's closer to you know being there than than Lance. 
but you need Lance to be yes. that because he's the one that is the that he has all the talent. Yeah. And and, and I, I'm looking at it, man. And you look at um, situations. We can make excuses for people and stuff, but. Mahomes right now, like they, they just won a playoff game, and I'm not saying there's not a defense on the field. It's a team sport, all that stuff, et cetera. But their receivers were dropping like flies. They, I, he was down like Miko Hardman. Uh, I think all he had left was Kelsey. Excellent. So that's not like all he had left, but right. Kelsey and like Valdez Cantlin. Everybody else was hurt. Like they they were losing all their guys. I think Kadarius Tony got hurt in that game. I mean they were down. They were down to like two or three, two receivers or something like that. And Mahomes is still like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. And I think that's what you need. Right. To, I mean, that to, to consistently like you can, you can, you can win one with an Alex Smith, a Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, a, a Brock Purdy. You know, it's can you keep winning? And I think that's when it has to. You, you probably need that. It takes a more special thing to to continue to win and have that. You know what you hope is a dynastic run, or 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 be that uh, because there are guys like you know Drew Brees, he only won one Super Bowl, right? Aaron Rodgers only Aaron won Rogers. one yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, just having the quarterback is not enough either. But consistently to where like when they step on the field, like in the playoffs, it's like I mean, these guys are favorites, and they're going to be the favorites because of who's who's under center. Now, obviously, yeah. you need you know things to go your way, like everything else, but to consistently feel like we can really beat everybody and it's because of who we have under center. You know, that's, that's the part I think you kind of Kyle, Kyle might need that because I think that's, that's what's holding them back. A lot of people are frustrated. I don't want to let them off the hook. I'm asking the questions that I see people ask on social media and, mm -hmm. and this podcast is for y'all. So, so don't get upset with me. I'm trying to, I think Peacock has a great perspective on all this. So I'm just challenging him to think and dig so then we can kind of verbalize that to all of you. I yeah. think you did an excellent job of doing that, Peacock. I will thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I got a question for you next. And then also oh. we got a little update on Brock Purdy, a little update on the coordinator stuff as well for both the 49ers and who the 49ers could lose on the offensive side to potentially the Houston Texans next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for that delicious treat, you don't want all the fat and calories. You got to try Built Bar. If you listen to this podcast every day, I don't know how you haven't tried Built Bar yet. Uh, obviously, we just got through the holidays. It's a new year. Everyone's trying to eat healthier. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier, trying to get in better shape. Uh, I'm already down a couple LBs from the start of the year. Feels good. I'm in uh, better shape, hitting the gym harder. And obviously, diet's a huge part of it. And sometimes you just want to reach for that snack. Sometimes you don't have a lot of time. You just need something to grab. And it's so much better if you don't have in your desk or in your car or in your pantry a whole bunch of terrible for you snacks replace replace those with a box of built bars and you'll feel good about it because you know well you'll reach for something that is healthy and actually tasty they're there I, I don't know how they make them taste so good with uh, some of the flavors they have with some of the macros they got going on here uh what makes them so good well all built bars, almost all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And we're talking real chocolate, delicious, tasty chocolate. Most built bars have only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, but with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And of course, you can find a box of built bars at built.com, but now you can start to find them on store shelves as well, like at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of built bars, four packs of Cookies and cream, double chocolate, 
coconut puffs or at sam's club run in and grab a 13 bar box of hit flavors like brownie batter and churro and then you can thank us later and don't forget to check them all out and get any flavor you want at built.com uh so croc i'm gonna ask you the question because you've been asking me those questions is is kyle shanahan his own worst enemy is he a regular season coach is he a uh, is he a um, an EPA accumulator, but can't win the big game? What What's your final take on that? Is Kyle Shanahan in his own way, or is it just bad luck circumstances that he's not quite gotten through the big games and, and gotten himself a title? I hate to take the easy way out and say it's just bad luck, but I, I think here here's what I'll say about Shanahan. I think he is clearly like he is the right guy. All right, and I asked the questions earlier again. I'm, I'm trying to ask questions as I receive them from people. But ultimately, like, just my thoughts on Shanahan. I think he's the right guy. But you got to have that quarterback situation solidified. And he doesn't have that solidified. So may, maybe Brock Purdy is the guy. Maybe Brock Purdy is the long-term guy. And that, maybe that's just his guy. And then you're going to need him to be a little bit more and be able to you know, have several guys go down and still be able to kind of be like, hey, don't worry, I'm going to put this team on my back. And maybe he'll be that, right? But Kyle needs that guy because everything else is in place between how they've constructed this roster, uh, everybody buying in, the mentality, you got the good defense, um, everything is in place. And, and that's very consistent. But the one thing that has been inconsistent has been the quarterback play. And even when it is inconsistent, He's still been able to say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll still get to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Or we'll still get to a Super Bowl. So I think that he is the right guy. I just feel bad for him for whatever reason that he just can't, like, man, can I just go a year and have my quarterback? Because the one year that he did, the one year, he went to the Super Bowl and had a 10-point lead with seven minutes left. Right? Mm -hmm. So it, he needs that. He needs to find out. Is, is Brock my quarterback or is Trey, whatever it is, but who's going to be his guy? And when he finds that partner that he can just, you know, walk down the aisle hand in hand with, then, you know, he'll he'll get that ring. But and it might, be, it might be Brock Purdy. We only saw rookie Brock Purdy for eight games. You should expect, as long as his elbow is intact, he's going to be, there's going to be a better version of Brock Purdy right. in the future. Right. So maybe it is just as simple as maybe he found his guy, Brock Purdy. I think the best thing that I think the thing that tells you the most about Kyle Shanahan right now is that his job is as safe as it is with him not being able to find that quarterback yet. Right. And for this quarterback limbo to still be happening here in going into year seven for Kyle Shanahan and have spent three first round picks, one hundred and fifty million dollars on two different quarterbacks that haven't been the guy guy yet long term for him. And then all of a sudden you find a seventh round guy. And the fact that going because my thing with Kyle and the trade up, it was like, this is unnecessary risk for your own career, dude, for your own job. Right. Because I didn't think Kyle Shanahan was going to have a job in 2024 to make the 49ers next first round pick. If if uh, if Trey Lance by then hadn't proven he's the guy. And now that's not the case. Kyle Shanahan will be using that pick. And maybe he'll even use that pick on a quarterback, even if uh, 
if, if Trey Lance isn't the guy. And a part of it is because, you know, you strike gold with Brock Purdy. But do you strike gold with Brock Purdy because Kyle Shanahan is able to coordinate an offense that guys like Nick Mullins can have success in for a short amount of time? And so I think that says all you need to, to know about, about Kyle Shanahan. And once he does find his guy, I think it's going to be smart for him to, even if he has to adjust how he does some things, whether it's certain against certain teams, certain pass rushers, you got to protect your quarterback if you do find that guy. Do you think that the play action just puts them in harm's way too much? I think it's just like, if you know it's the guy who had the second most sacks in the league, and you know that it's a play that your quarterback might take three seconds to throw a deep ball, a deep corner to Brandon Ayuk, you just add that math up and you think, smart probably to chip the guy at least. Maybe we, maybe the play action part of this play is unnecessary for this matchup because, like I said, the, what is the corner just going to be like, oh, they're going to hand the ball off, so I'm not going to cover this guy in man coverage. I'm going to go get the running back. Like, why, why was the play action necessary for that specific play? And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff going on, and maybe you know that wasn't the, the number one read for, uh, for Brock Purdy, even though that was the play to be made. He just didn't throw it quite early enough. But you can't expect your quarterback to be a robot and throw it perfect in perfect timing every single time. Um, and then, of course, there's the Lance stuff, which is the one I blamed Kyle most most on as far as getting his own quarterback hurt. Because and look, if 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 Trey Lance has to run the ball that much and be that style of player, then they probably didn't get the right guy. So I think it's got to be yeah. got to be pocket first and scramble from there. I, um, I was watching some something on him uh, playing against the Bears earlier today. I'm like, he looked good throwing from the pocket in this game. I mean, I, I, until it started storming, but. It didn't look like somebody that can't throw from the pocket. I think that's yeah, the weird. That's, thing. that's the weird thing to me too. It's it, 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 and I feel like that was one of the. I, I think you could point to the whole Trey Lance part from trading up to him, how he was utilized. Um, I think you could be like Kyle. What are you doing? I, I think that's a fair thing to ask. He's like Kyle, what's going on here? Like this, uh, get this guy on the field. He needs reps in his rookie season. But. Um, Overall, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach, and the 49ers are, are lucky to have him. And hopefully he can learn from some of the, the things that he suffers from and, and shoots himself in the foot at times, which he absolutely does, I think. If Kyle was fired today, how many teams would fire their coach to, to pick up Kyle Shanahan? Oh, yeah. Like if, I mean, if, if they could guarantee like Kyle will go to their team, mm -hmm. like how many teams would be like, all right, we're going to fire our coach? I mean, so many. Half the league, probably. If you are the Cincinnati Bengals, who you've been to back-to-back -back AFC Championship games, a Super Bowl, you got Zach Taylor, who's Kyle's understudy. Yeah. And you see Joe Burrow, and you see Chase and Higgins and, and Boyd and everything that they have. Do you say, all right, Zach Taylor, like, no, awesome, I, but. Probably not the Bengals, because the Bengals are trying to win the Super Bowl, and Kyle can't win one of those. And they've already been to the championship games. Okay. <laughs> so, but but would Kyle win one if he had Joe Burrow at quarterback? <laughs> like how many would he win? Like if you if oh, you said, all right, oh, we're yeah. gonna take Joe Burrow and put him on this 49er team <laughs> and like hey, you're you're gonna be healthy for two straight years. And then he trades away Chase and Higgins because they don't run after the catch good enough. He's like, No, I don't want those guys. <laughs> I need five I need five running backs. Chase actually get right after catch. Uh, no. Anyway, um Brock Purdy. They had some meetings Monday, so uh, the spidey senses were correct, Croc, that it was like, all right, they got to get this figured out. And so talking about it Monday, maybe we'll hear about what that 
uh, surgery is actually going to be. Sounds like it's the the original diagnosis is is what the uh, is the the leader in the clubhouse for the six month repair to the UCL of Brock Purdy on Tuesday. We might find some uh, some more solid reporting on what exactly has been decided with the medical staffs from. Uh, independent doctors and the 49ers medical team and Brock Purdy and everybody involved there in that decision. Um, finalist for the offensive coordinator job for D'Amico Ryan's Houston Texans is Bobby Slowick, 49ers pass game coordinator. So the 49ers might need a new pass game coordinator if he gets the job. The other finalist, I don't remember who it is, is the wide receivers coach for... Oh, where did it go? Here we go. It is the, there's two finalists. It is, um, oh, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver coach, Troy Walters. Troy Walters. Man, it makes me feel old. Troy Walters up for a offensive coordinator gig. Remember him playing back in the day. Remember him coming out in the draft. Uh, so there we go. Down to two for the Texans. Could be 49ers passing game coordinator. Bobby Slowick and the 49ers on Monday having Steve Wilkes in to interview for their defensive coordinator position. So we might have a lot of breaking news on a Tuesday that would be recorded for Wednesday's episode of Locked On 49ers Winky Wednesday style. Thanks everybody for making us your first lesson. Crockin' I back tomorrow right here. Locked On 49ers. <laughs>